Coming up today on In Brief with Law in Order. We speak to Nicholas Wilson, global lead consultant with our eHearings team, about Law in Order's recent award win from Australasian lawyer and New Zealand lawyer as best service provider 2022 for legal technology. We're Law in Order, the leader in end-to-end document and digital solutions to the legal profession, providing expert litigation support. How would you deal with a million documents in a discovery? What are the latest developments in hearings technology? What challenges should you expect during an e-discovery interstate or internationally? We're here to help you find out. We'll speak to experts both in the legal profession and within law in order, looking at case studies, real life examples and trends. We're Law in Order and this is In Brief. Hi Nicholas, welcome to the podcast. Now, e-hearings have become especially popular given the increased digitisation of the legal market as a whole since the pandemic. How do you think virtual hearings have developed over the past year? I think they've developed quite substantially over the past year, namely because of the pandemic. Because virtual hearings became the preferred model of the way a hearing or a trial was conducted, it meant sort of resolving a lot of technical issues that had been dealt with in the past with virtual hearings became a priority to overcome quickly. And so there was a a faster adoption of self-managed video conferencing, where in the past it was was really something that you would leave for a service provider or the court would do it. Practitioners who would never have done it themselves in the past were all becoming quite advanced with that approach. And I think that really helped the overall sort of tech literacy of lawyers to be able to embrace virtual hearings. So not just the video conference element, which is like the foundation of a virtual hearing, all areas of an e-hearing that would be used in a virtual hearing had to advance to be able to provide meaning and value to a matter in an online format. So there was a a greater use of cloud-based solutions, more integration between the way sort of in-person and virtual modes of hearings were conducted. And I think virtual hearings towards the end of the pandemic became more of a contingency plan than anything. They started out in the first year of the pandemic as the predominant way to practice. And then in the last year, they've become more of a contingency plan if the in-person or the hybrid hearing was impacted by, you know, another lockdown or for whatever reason someone has COVID and then they can't attend the court, so then they'll appear as a virtual witness. So we, we used a lot of remote services to facilitate virtual hearings or virtual trials such as remote stenography, remote evidence presentation, our webcasting, Operators were remote as well. And so we were able to run a pretty lean operation in terms of how many remote operators we could use to make sure the lawyers would get everything that they'd normally have when they're litigating in a courtroom or a hearing room from the comfort and safety of their living room. What hearing models has Law in Order established and how have these progressed in the past year? I think the three main hearing models at this stage are the in-person, which is the traditional way uh, hearing is conducted, 
Then there's the virtual, which we've just discussed and became the priority to ensure matters kept being conducted through the pandemic. And then what has kind of emerged in the last 12 to 18 months is the hybrid hearing format, which always existed in a capacity in the past because there were always AVL elements in a hearing. However, the combination of the in-person and the virtual elements had never amalgamated with such complexity before, where all of a sudden you had all the same requirements that you had in an in-person trial, as well as all of the virtual capabilities that were required. And so the, the hybrid hearing is a combination of those two models, and that's probably what's progressed the most in the past year. And that's because as lockdown restrictions are being lifted, as people are moving through the pandemic and coming out the other side, everyone wants to start litigating in person again. And the hybrid model works really well for that because it has those virtual contingencies in place whilst also having the in-person elements that people realise are very important to conducting a matter. Because as you know, there are so many limitations when you have to conduct everything in a remote and virtual environment. There's definitely a lot of witness evidence that is best done in person, especially from a judge's perspective. There was a judge that commented once to one of my colleagues about how he didn't like the virtual hearings because he wasn't able to give the same glances to council members (laughs) that he'd normally be able to give. So I suppose the judge's role seemed to diminish quite a lot when it became remote. Maybe um, there was a less authority possible in that format. But they've been really effective to use because they're quite flexible and adaptable to whatever's coming our way with the, the future. So if we have another pandemic or there's other reasons that virtual or hybrid hearings are required, we're in a really good position to continue to roll them out and advance our approach. So hybrid hearings, I think, are here to stay. We will probably transition into some more in-person hearings over the next year as people become more comfortable with uh, being in sort of packed social settings, which courts can become when they're really big matters. However, I think for the time being, hybrid hearings will be the, the main model that we accommodate for law firms and our government clients. How has Law in Order's team bolstered the effectiveness of its e-hearings offering? With e-hearings, our approach has always been to advance and innovate as much as possible when we customise our services and solutions for our clients. Essentially, we, we create bespoke solutions in the litigation support and legal technology space for hearings. And that can be quite a vague scope a lot of the time. So when you're looking at what we've just come out of in terms of the pandemic, that's actually been a really defining moment for an area like e-hearings because it's given us a chance to look back at the things that we've been developing in response to what our clients' requirements have been in the past and advance those as well as develop new technologies and solutions that work in this new space that's emerged with hybrid hearings and more use with online operations. And the way we do it at Law & Order is we have very multiple skilled team. We've got a very diverse team. People have IT and AV backgrounds. 
They also have media backgrounds and we work with lawyers as well. And so everyone brainstorms and thrives off each other's skill sets and together we innovate and create and redevelop and redesign our solutions. And I think that's what we've really bolstered in terms of the effectiveness of e-hearings is we've thrived on each other's skill sets to innovate and create the best bespoke solution that's possible for a particular client requirement. And this is what has led to us delivering winning outcomes on a consistent basis. And I think I attribute that type of approach to why we won this award with the Australian Lawyer Magazine, because we really do redefine our solutions as often as is required. Technology is changing all the time. And I think the pandemic was a good opportunity for us to wipe the slate clean, redefine everything that we're offering so that it's available in all these different models of hearing. And at the same time, we've been able to see what are the practitioners' new requirements in this new era? Because a lot of things changed and the way paralegals work changed, the way barristers work changed, the way the associate for the judge worked changed. So it's been a a very redefining moment, I think, and we've come out of it with a lot of effective tools that lawyers can use moving forward because of the way we customise our solutions. What skills does the e-hearings team bring to the table that makes it so effective? As I said, we're a multidisciplinary team with diverse mindsets. And the combination of these skills is what makes us a team of high performance Elizabeth, my manager, she talks a lot about high-performance teams and I think it's a very important element of the way our service line works is we develop and cross-train skills between ourselves and we draw on each other's experiences to ensure that we're always providing the best quality solution for our clients. And the skills that we possess as a team are extremely vast. Like we have lawyers in the team, we have people with IT and computer science backgrounds, we have professional project management personnel, we have interpretation and transcription contractors, we have people that have media and communication skills, there are team members with graphics arts degrees, then we've got a whole area where there's evidence experts who are pro document managers, they deal with audio and video forensics. And at the same time, we've got almost like a a broadcast studio operation in the background that is in charge of all our live streaming. And with that comes live captioning and public and private web streams and different audio streams. All of these skills are what make optimal innovation possible. And that's what creates this team of high performance and we ensure teams are put together with the right mindsets because not everyone's always interested in particular areas so we have a management approach that really nurtures people's interests to ensure that we're getting the best outcome out of everyone's abilities and personalities we also have a willingness to take chances and take risks because we're in quite a a vague area where a lot of things haven't been defined yet 
there isn't a rule book on how to do the best e-hearing. E-hearing is something that a lot of people are, are developing and evolving as we go through the changes in technology. And so I think taking chances is a big part of what we do as well, but making sure these are very calculated chances. And then we watch people turn their interests into innovations and solutions through this process. And so I think that kind of environment that we nurture in the background, whilst we're also providing these operations to law firms and our government clients, it fosters a very healthy, cohesive e-hearings team that is quite unique in Australia because there there's no other e-hearings team that is the same size as us and that has the variety of experience and skills. And it's because of this amalgamation of diversity of experience and skills and the way that the team is fostered under some excellent management is what I attribute to the reason why we won this award. And we're very proud of winning this award Everyone in the team works really hard and we're happy to see that the services that we're providing to the Australian community is recognised in such a way. Thanks for joining us, Nicholas, and congratulations on your award win. Thanks for listening to this episode of Law in Order's podcast, In Brief. Law in Order is the leading supplier of end-to-end document and digital solutions to the legal profession. We provide expert litigation support through cost-effective document production, expert managed document review and discovery management, and specialist court services. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, please let us know at sales at lawinorder.com. If you liked what you heard in this episode, please tell your friends and colleagues and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We hope you can join us again for the next episode of In Brief. Until then, thank you for listening.